welcome to Career Sequel, the Return to Work podcast. If you're re-entering the workforce after a career break, you just found your one-stop shop. I'm your host, Dr. Lee Coles, industrial organizational psychologist, career strategist, and the founder of Career Sequel. Each week, I discuss strategies you can use to bridge your career gap and land flexible, meaningful work you'll love. My mission? To help you find a job that fits your life. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me on the Career Sequel Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lee Coles, and I'd like to welcome you to part two of my Best Of series. This is where I share the most downloaded, shared, and foundational episodes of the podcast. It's a bit of a summer treat, and I'm doing this three weeks in a row. So last week was part one of our series, and I brought back my popular episode on strengths. If you didn't hear it the first time around, it was one of my first episodes, you're definitely going to want to hear it now. So go and listen to that. Part two of the Best Of series is what we're talking about today. So it takes us back to early November 2021 to the most downloaded of all of my episodes. I'm talking about episode nine, Why You Can't Stand Networking. People tell me that what they learn in this episode switches the light bulb on in their brain. And not only that, but it completely changes the way they feel about networking and the way they approach it. I want to go on and on right now about this episode because I love it, but I won't. I won't delay things any longer. So please sit back and enjoy episode nine, Why You Can't Stand Networking. Hey everyone, it's great to be here with you today on Career Sequel, the Return to Work podcast. I have been thinking about you because it has been so fun to hear from you. So to those of you who reached out and thanked me for last week's episode, How to Ace Your Interview, I'm cheering you on because I know that right now you're going out there and you are acing your interview I know that you're going to absolutely nail it because you have all the information that you need. So be sure to let me know when you land that job. I want to hear all about it. I'm super excited for you. Today's episode is about something that often makes people's skin crawl. It's about networking. Say that word and people run away, scream, hide. I didn't even want to put the word networking in this episode's title. And it's really important to understand why the word makes you feel uncomfortable, why it has negative connotations, why you can't stand networking. I'm going to cut straight to the chase. If you can't stand networking, or if the thought of networking makes you want to shrink away, it's because you're doing it the old way. You don't know about the new networking. If you're still doing the old type of networking, you're not alone. Most people are confused about how to network. And when I say old, I'm not implying that your age makes you network in a certain way. People of all ages are networking in a way that no longer serves them. In this episode, I'm going to tell you everything you need to know about the new networking, a kind of networking that actually feels good. 
This kind of networking not only feels good, but it's rewarding, it's effective, and it will pave the way to a job that you're going to love. You may be thinking, Lee, I don't care if we're talking old or new networking. Can I just skip networking? Do I have to do it? You don't have to network. You can sit at your computer and apply for jobs online without talking to another person. But here's the deal. 80% of jobs are found through networking. You heard me, 80%. And that means that only 20% of jobs are found from applying straight to that job posting. And 40% of jobs that are out there are not even advertised. So I don't want you to waste time. It sucks the energy from you when you scroll through job listings and you apply and then you don't get interviews and you don't get, you don't get hear back from people. It depletes your confidence. And if this sounds like your experience, the reason that you are not getting the job isn't because you don't have what it takes. We know you're amazing. It's because you don't know anyone at that company, or you don't know someone who's connected to someone who knows someone at that company. 80% of the people getting hired have made some sort of connection first. So let's get you set up for success. By the end of this episode, you're going to know what networking is and what it isn't. And you're not going to waste time networking the old way. You're not going to think about networking in a negative way ever again. In fact, you're going to think of networking as your new best friend, something that's going to help you find flexible, meaningful work. And you're going to know the five steps of the new networking. They are simple, they're easy, and they take away all the stress. You're going to feel so much better about networking once you learn these five simple steps. Are you ready? Let's do this. The first step of new networking is forget everything you know about networking. The kind of networking that you have in your head is obsolete. Networking is no longer getting dressed up in a business suit with a purse or a wallet full of business cards and going to a ballroom at a conference center and feeling awkward and mustering the guts to walk up to strangers. Networking is not going around and shaking hands and asking, what do you do? And what do you do? Networking is not asking for favors. It doesn't involve leading a conversation with, can you get me a job at your company? Can you look at my resume? I want you to think of networking in a completely different way. The new networking is all about building relationships. Building relationships looks different and feels different. Building relationships begins with curiosity about another person. You want to know them. It involves learning about someone else and not just learning about that person's job, but learning about that person's story. Building relationships involves setting your own story aside and giving your attention to someone else. It involves being generous with your time and your attention and your knowledge. And when you're generous, the whole vibe changes. It makes you feel good. Did you know that humans are biologically programmed to help others? 
We were designed to help each other. So go back to the time when we were in the cave, okay? We relied on each other for survival. We had to share resources. Maybe one tribe had a tool or a weapon that another tribe needed, or some people had just made a kill and they shared the feast with others, or someone had crucial information about the whereabouts of an enemy and they had to share it with others. The sharing of resources and information helped perpetuate our species. So to ensure the survival, our brain is wired to encourage us to help others. Each time we do something good for another person, our brain releases a hit of dopamine. And dopamine's a hormone that activates the pleasure center of the brain. So you do something good for someone else, which triggers a release of dopamine and you feel good. And then you want to do that again and again. So think about it. Have you ever helped someone who was lost? This just happened to me last week. I had just parked my car at FedEx. I was sending a care package to my son. He's in his first year of college. And this elderly man pulled up beside me in his truck. He was from out of town and he was meeting family at a restaurant for his grandson's birthday. And he didn't own a smartphone. So I got out a piece of paper and a pen and I wrote out all the directions for him and gave, gave him these directions. And he was so thankful. When he drove off, I felt really good. I felt like a useful human being. The dopamine was flowing for sure. And you're going to feel like this too, as you build relationships and engage with others. So you've reframed how you think about networking The second step is to identify your contacts. You come in touch with so many people every day, in person and online. Start thinking of the relationships you'd like to develop. Who would you like to connect to? These don't need to be people who know you professionally. They can be people you respect, people who know a lot of other people, people in an industry you're curious about. Make an official list. I suggest you build this list with the spiral brainstorming technique. I want you to think of yourself as the center point of a spiral. Okay, so you're just, you start off, you're just the point. Think of a pen on top of that point and you start drawing a spiral going around that point. That first spiral, the tightest spiral, is your friends and family, the people who know you best. Write down the names of these people. The next circle, the next level out, includes people you see on a daily or weekly basis, maybe other parents at your child's school or people you volunteer with, the people who work at the grocery store. Write down names and keep spiraling outward to include people you interact with every month or every couple months, like your hairdresser or those friends of friends who you run into every once in a while or acquaintances you wish you knew better and extend the spiral further to past coworkers, past managers, past customers of yours, past clients, people you went to college with, people you went to graduate school with. And you may be thinking, wait a minute, I haven't talked to those people in forever. (laughs) That would be completely random for me to reach out to them. Just put them on your list. We're making a list, so don't overthink it. If a person pops into your head, 
put that person's name down. It does no harm to write down the name. Next, consider if there are organizations or businesses that you've always loved, like places where you thought, oh, it'd be so fun to work there, or I'd be so good there, or in my dreams, I would work there. Write down the names of those organizations. And if you know anyone who works there, write down their names too. So now you have a master list with lots of different people from lots of different areas of your life. Here's a question for you. Which people do you think will be most influential in your job search? Those in your tightest spiral or those in your last widest spiral? So think about it and answer the question aloud so I can hear it. I swear I can hear you guys. (laughs) Okay, the answer is the people you barely see or speak to, the ones in your outermost spirals. These people are going to be able to help you out the most. See, those in your inner spirals, you all know each other, okay? They share the same connections, the same information that you have. Those on the outer spirals are connected to people you don't know, people you've never met. They're privy to all sorts of information that you don't have. So when you connect with them, they can share their information with you. They can share their connections with you. You expand your network exponentially by connecting with people outside of your typical day-to-day life. So this gets kind of exciting. It gets kind of fun when you think about meeting friends of friends. Your options expand and your opportunities multiply, which brings us to step number three of new networking. Reach out. First, start by sharing your dreams and your goals with that inner spiral, your friends and your family and your social media connections on Instagram or Facebook. Now, LinkedIn's different. Um, I'll talk about more. I'll talk more about LinkedIn in a minute. But the easiest thing you can say to this inner circle is, I'm thinking of going back to work. Just saying that one phrase sets the ball in motion. And it's okay if you don't know what to do at this point. You're just starting a conversation. And remember, when people reach out to you, which they will when you lob that statement out there, be equally as curious about what's going on in their lives. If someone asks you about what job you want to take and you don't know, just say, I'm open to exploring all options now. And you can even follow up by saying, you know me. Is there an avenue that you recommend I check out? Or have you heard of a job opportunity that aligns with my skills? Once you've identified some possible career paths or areas of interest, you can tap into the outer part of your spiral. It's okay if you're still not completely sure what you want to do, but you do want to be just a little bit more focused, have a little bit more direction when you talk to people who you don't know so well. When you're talking to people in your inner spiral, you can ask them, is there someone you recommend I speak to? And usually there is someone. And then ask if they can give you an introduction. You can have them do this over text or email or LinkedIn. And LinkedIn is a really easy way to make connections and begin conversations. I did a whole episode on LinkedIn where I tell you about how to connect with people, how to get to know different companies. It's episode six, how to change your life with LinkedIn. Definitely listen to that one if you haven't already. 
LinkedIn is a fantastic way to develop relationships with people beyond your outer spiral. If you're not on LinkedIn, you can reach out over email or far or from another form of social media. And if it's someone in your outer spiral or someone you don't know at all, you need to be sure to personalize it. Really give the person some context as to how you know them, how you heard about them and who you are and why you're interested in talking to them. So once you've connected, you're on to step four in the new networking, which is go on a listening tour. Sounds exciting, huh? This involves asking if you can talk to each person for 20 minutes about their experience in a particular field or at a particular company. And you're not asking them for a job or for favors. You're just having a conversation. So what does a listening tour look like? Well, first, we said it was 20 minutes. I want you to respect that person's time, okay? Keep it 20 minutes. Um, Most people have 20 minutes that they can give. If it runs over, be sure it's not you who's making it run over. And second, you're going to be the one to ask the questions. Let them talk. Let them tell their story. So here's how to begin. So here's an example. You can say, thanks for taking the time to talk to me about your experience in the online marketing industry. I'm preparing to return to work after a career break, and I'm interested in learning more about your field. That's literally all you need to say about yourself before you turn the conversation to the person. Okay, keep your questions open-ended. The first question you can ask can be, tell me about how you got into online marketing. Okay, then they're going to be off and running. So some more important questions that to ask will be along the lines of, tell me about your current role. What is your favorite part of your job? What are some of the challenges of your field? What's something that you didn't know about this field that you wish someone had told you? If you could do it all over again, would you still go into this field? Now, once you've discussed their career, they may want to learn a little bit more about you. So be prepared to tell them what you're looking for in a career, including what would make a career meaningful to you and how it would need to fit into your life. But be sure to keep it concise, okay? You can always schedule a follow-up call if if you need to, but keep it concise because you really want to keep them talking. So before you end your conversation, ask them, are there any organizations that you recommend me looking into? Are there any podcasts or blogs that I should be checking out? And most important of all, be sure to ask this question before you end your conversation. Is there someone you recommend I speak to next? If they say yes, and they usually do, get that person's information and ask the person you're talking to if they can introduce you to over text or email or LinkedIn. then you're going to be off to the next leg of your listening tour and you'll be further out in the spiral with even with people who are connected to other people who you don't even know are out there. So the fifth step of the new networking is follow up. 
This is the step that cements the relationship. These people didn't have to talk to you. They gave you 20 minutes or more of their time. So give them back some pure gratitude. Thank them through whatever medium you've been using. You can write them an email or send them a text. Or if these people work somewhere where you'd like to work someday, knock their socks off and handwrite them a thank you note. It is so easy to do and no one does it anymore. It's the simplest way to set yourself apart from the rest and to make a great impression. So just, I want you to just think for a minute that it was someone's birthday and you bake, you decided you're going to bake them a cake. Okay. So you decided on the flavor, you gathered the ingredients, you set aside time in your day to make the cake, to bake it. You put the layers on racks to cool while you made the icing and then you assembled the layers, you iced them, and then you had to get that special frosting for the lettering. And you had to decide what you wanted to say and you measured out the, where the words would go and you carefully wrote your message on the cake. Then you transported the cake carefully to your friend's house. That was a lot of effort that you saw her eat the cake and she seemed to really like it. A few days later, you get a note from her. She tells you how much it meant to her that you made her that cake. She said not only was the cake delicious, but it made her feel so special. She thanked you for your time and your effort and your baking skills and your friendship. So now, how do you feel? Is that dopamine pumping? What are the odds that you'll make that friend a cake again on her next birthday. You want your contacts to come away from their time with you so thankful for their interaction. You want them to keep thinking of you. This is a relationship that you want to cultivate. They made you a cake, so be sure they know how thankful you are for it. So to review, there's a reason why at the beginning of this episode, that you couldn't stand networking. You were thinking of the old networking, not the new networking, which is all about building relationships, mutually beneficial relationships that feel good. You learn the five steps of new networking, which are number one, forget everything you know about networking. Number two, identify your contacts. Number three, reach out. Number four, go on a listening tour. Number five, follow up. So I hope that the next time you hear about networking, you'll think, oh, you mean building relationships? Oh, I love that. My hope is that you go out there and make meaningful connections that will pave the way to new friendships and unique opportunities that you'll love. So please know that I will be thinking of you this week as you pursue your career sequel. Take good care of yourself and know that I am cheering you on. Hey, if you're going back to work after a career break, I have a gift to help you get started. It's my free guide, Four Simple Steps You Can Take Today to Re-Enter the Workplace. I love it because it helps you get the ball rolling in a simple, easy, manageable way. Just go to my website, careersequel.com, and click on the red box that says, get the four simple steps now. That's careersequel.com, get the four simple steps now. See you there.